0: On a break. We were on a break!
1: We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were on a Break podcast. We are on season three, episode 18, the one with the hypnosis tape. I've been talking her ear off for an hour, so she's probably like, fuck, (laughs) I'm already done. (laughs) I'm Chloe. This is Katie. Katie. Uh, We do a Friends podcast, and you're here to listen to it.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't think we have
1: recorded since
0: we went pants shopping together.
1: Oh my, oh, I still have all of those photos to send to you.
0: Oh, you got it. We 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 took
1: a a full photo shoot.
0: We had a lovely day. We, we had an impromptu hang. Mm-hmm. We got tacos. Mm-hmm. We didn't shit ourselves so that we could go pants
1: shopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got I we I, I successfully bought pants, multiple pairs of pants. Me too, man. I and can't then because it. we were gonna buy the same pair of pants, when I bought them they were thirty, but then when you had them rung up they were like eight dollars and i was like I don't know sir how that happened. i was like sir i'd like her pricing and then we were afraid <laughs> that he was gonna like make her pay thirty dollars i ran mess. out of
0: that store i'm like i'm gonna go get a drink of
1: water <laughs> <laughs> but we were like severely dehydrated because we went to get tacos and then just went full force into oh, fucking pants mode it was and we amazing It was incredible. I
0: bought ski pants for no reason. And I will wear them like normal pants.
1: (laughs) You got to. You have to. I got some jeans. I got some, like, camo pants, and then I went to Target a few days after Mm -hmm. and found another incredible pair of pants as well. Now, I bought all of these pants because I was like, well, I'm going to Chicago. Like, I need to look great. I wore sweatpants both days I was there. (laughs) I literally found a great couple of pairs of sweatpants at Target, and they're just going to be my little winter pants.
0: Tell me, please, what these sweatpants are.
1: So, so they're from Wild Fable. They're like the um, the teen. I shop in the teen section at Target. I, I shop too. in all of it. I check Same. out all of the clothes. Yep. And I know I'm good at it because the last time I went to Target, the woman was checking me out. And she was like, you found so much great stuff that I have never even seen before. And I work here <laughs> every day. She's like, how long did this take you? I was like, honestly, it did take me about two hours with all trying on and like going back (laughs) to get more and like all of that stuff. So it's like, it did take me a minute, but I just really can find some great shit at Target. But these are Wild Fable sweats. Um, They're so comfortable. They fit perfectly. And uh, I love them. I've bought a, I wanted to say boughten. But bottom's not a word, but I really wanted to say it. It was you a used perfect opportunity, right? I, listen, I'm not in control of all the words that come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, my brain is. There's no filter before it exits, so I'm sure. I have said many a word that does not exist on this podcast. And that's okay. Uh, but I do try to, like, avoid "botton." It's a bad one. Like, but <laughs> see, in all honesty, it should be in the dictionary. It's one of the ones that I'm like, give this one a pass. botton. I
0: never hear anyone say botan. Really? Except I'm almost positive that when you and I first met, you were throwing out botans left and right. No. And I never said anything because we were fresh friends, you know?
1: No, no, no. And then
0: I'm now realizing that botan has left the vocab.
1: Well, because I'm trying. When I learned that pamphlet was pamphlet instead of pamphlet, I thought that it was pamphlet my entire life. And still, even now, this happened to me like a year and a half ago, by the way. Not even a year ago that I found out that pamphlet is pamphlet. Mm-hmm. Pamphlet sounds so much better to me. It's Why nice. is there a fucking fuh in there? Are you fucking kidding me? Pamphlet? Pamphlet. I like pamphlet. It. It's a pamphlet. It's my like mom's it. fault. She says pamphlet. So there's all these words that I don't know how to say and that I'm not really sure about. But, PSA to everybody. New friend, old friend, stranger. Correct me. I really would love to know if I am saying words <laughs> incorrectly so that I am not that dumb bitch. It's
0: actually, it's incorrect lie.
1: Hmm? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, just incorrectly. incorrectly. I, I thought you were saying an incorrect lie. I was like, and now <laughs> you're calling me a liar. <laughs> But uh, please correct me. I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be like, wait, what was it? Because I want to know. There's been so many words that I have said wrong my entire life. And then I found out and I was like, oh, that's bad. That's a bad one, man. So you did a bad, bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) You did a bad, bad thing. Oh, my God. No.
0: (laughs) Katie, I bought something pretty interesting this
1: week. Oh my god I did too what did you buy
0: I bought the Matthew Perry autobiography okay and I read it
1: I'm gonna let you say this but I want everybody to know that she bought something interesting and that's what she said but when I tell you guys what I bought after what we talk about (laughs) oh my god okay so you got here's what I have heard about the book okay I've heard not good things yes (laughs) so much so I don't really care about reading it anymore Mm -hmm. um and someone texted me and was like he wished keanu reeves dead
0: i have been waiting to talk to you about it
1: now here's the thing they sent me the part of the book and i read it over and over and over again now i've got adhd so reading in me i hate it and we don't get along (laughs) But when I read it, I, I do not see him wishing death upon this person. But maybe I need you to explain it to me. So he goes on
0: this whole thing about how he did a movie with uh, a man named River Phoenix, who died young and at the time was kind of like a, a heartthrob movie star. And he goes on this whole thing about how amazing River Phoenix was. And oh, he's so handsome. Like, he's just such a good looking guy, the most talented man in the world, but that he died young. And then he does this whole thing where he goes, why does that always happen to the like most amazing artists of our time? How is it that River Phoenix is dead, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? And but see that's not like I feel like that's not like wishing anyone dead it's not wishing him dead but it is kind of mean to be like why is Keanu Reeves alive he's is not he as talented or hot
1: ugly and a bad act?
0: yes like he's not necessarily <laughs> wishing him dead he's saying like bitch is ugly and can't act why does he
1: get to live and he does it twice in the book here's what I want to know. I want to know the real beef. What's the real beef here with... Keon? Like, what the fuck, Matthew Perry? I, and, oh, I found the exact quote. And doesn't this have to go through a bunch of people? Didn't a <laughs> bunch of people read this book and, and they didn't think to say, Hey, Matthew, do you think that it's best that you keep this line in your book and maybe you just keep that for your diary? Well...
0: He says, "Okay, here's the exact quote." He says, "River was a beautiful man inside and out, too beautiful th- for this world." It turned, oh, sorry, too beautiful for this world it turned out. It always seems to be the really talented guys who go down. Why is it that original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still <laughs> walks among us?
1: Keanu Reeves is just fucking
0: sitting there.
1: Matthew doing Perry's nothing like this,
0: bitch. Yeah, and then apparently Keanu Reeves responded and was just kind of like, "That's weird. Like, I've never met Matthew Perry." And then <gasps> Matthew Perry responded and said, "I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name. My mistake. I should have used my own name instead."
1: <laughs>
0: he said that to People Magazine when everyone was like, "So, dude, what the fuck happened?"
1: Are you kidding?
0: I'm not kidding. I just, that is verbatim what he said.
1: He goes, I picked a random name. And none of his people questioned him about this and said, what did you mean here by this Keanu? Re- <laughs> what, did you, what did you mean when you were like, and he still exists? Did you want to elaborate on that before we Haiti. print it and, and have people read it?
0: There are so many parts of this book where I think, did anyone <laughs> read this
1: in advance? So, so it's bad.
0: It's, here's the thing.
1: Okay. The, oh, the, she put the, her hands together. She literally said, here's the thing and put them together in a triangle, Mr. you guys. Burns style. <laughs> the addiction part. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel for him. It sounds like he has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. He's very remorse. Like, he is very honest. I will give him that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that doesn't sit well is the fact that he's, very much comes across as like a very rich kind of out of touch Yikes. like like so the way that he describes women in the book uh-oh is this all is a about, path that i
1: did not see us it's, going down it's
0: all about here's what he said i'll give you an example Please. what he says about uh the women that he was on friends with he talks about how he had a crush on Jennifer Aniston and she rejected him long before they were on Friends together. Okay. And throughout the book, he'll bring up, like, I was looking good this season. Not good enough for Jennifer Aniston to go out with me, but I was looking good. So and he'll talk I think about he what's talks happening about- <laughs> here is like
1: failed attempts at humor. Because I think it's if it if, if it bad. was in person and he said this, we would be like. <laughs> it comes but across because it's so a bitter.
0: So for for Courtney and Ray and uh, Jennifer, all he talks about is how pretty they are. Phoebe, he mentions Lisa Kudrow is funny. But then he writes these whole paragraphs about how funny and kind David Schwimmer and Matt LeBlanc are. And that's kind of how he describes, like, every man he talks about, like, and he's an interesting person and he values this and blah, blah, blah. He name drops a lot. But Jennifer Aniston's hot. Yes, but he does that with every man and every woman in the book. Every man he talks about, like, you know, he's a good father and he's a great person and blah, blah, blah. Every woman he talks about, he just talks about whether or not they slept with him. Or if he wanted to, he even goes on this whole thing where he's talking about, Salma Hayek, when they were on Fool's Russian together, or when they were in that movie together. And he talks about, like, she had all these ideas for scenes and, like, (laughs) all of these ideas for, like, how she wanted to perform. And then I cut her off and I said, Listen, Salma, I'm just gonna do it how it's written down. And, like, he makes it sound like she's a fucking moron who, like. Oh my God. So he really doesn't come across that well. He also talks about all the women that he dumped with. Or that he dumped with them. (laughs) He talks about all the women who he, like, broke up with because he wanted to sleep with, like, other women or, like, sleep with someone else. But then he always ends the paragraph with, and if only I had married her, maybe I'd be happy and have children right now. But instead I went to rehab. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm not
0: kidding. Stop. So... It gives me mixed feelings because on one hand, the addiction stuff, I i am happy that he's so transparent. He clearly Listen, cares a we're lot.
1: Listen, we're allowed to be like, good for you on being sober, but what the fuck is this book? Well, exactly. But I'm saying those are the good parts. Those are the parts of okay. the book where
0: you feel for him, where you're like, okay. he's being transparent. He clearly cares a lot about helping people. And I think that he thought that the addiction stuff would be enough. <laughs> Mm. To, like, make him seem mm-hmm. like a very sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. I think people have very uh, limited patience with millionaires at the moment. Mm. So I don't think he read The Room mm. too well. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's definitely some interesting snippets in there. And I like, think I would recommend people to read it now. Well, it's controversial, but it's not like... It didn't make You're not going to pick it him. up again in 10 years. <laughs> didn't make me love him. I'll say that.
1: How many Central Perk coffee cups would you give it um, out of five? Well, okay. I don't know. Because and you can do half cups, too, the, if you need to give it a three for the and a half.
0: Pure, for the pure drama of it, mm. like I love that I, Like I'm part of the conversation right now with people. But it's not good, and there's not too many. Like, there's a lot of failed attempts at humor. Mm, I would give that's it. That's unfortunate. I'm gonna give it two out of five coffee cups. Damn, that's bad. Yeah, it's not Damn, not it's something that guys. To this.
1: That is not good.
0: Sorry. When you
1: were like, when you were saying the drama, I was thinking in my head, like, am I the drama? The TikTok <laughs> sound, and then, and every because every time I hear the. It's me, hi, I'm the drama, it's me. I feel like she fucking like took the sound of like, am I the drama? And then she literally turned it into a song. (laughs) Is anyone else talking about that with Taylor Swift? Well, it's problem.
0: I'm the problem. It's me.
1: But don't you hear? It is similar though. I just wanted to say it out loud. I feel better about I it I think she knew that
0: it would be a TikTok sound. But mm. everyone's trying to make their TikTok sounds right now.
1: You gotta. That's I'm just trying industry. to make myself come. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not really on the same wavelength, <laughs> but I'm happy for that. Okay, so you were like, I bought something interesting. All right, so there is a, uh, a very interesting store that I have taken you into. Yes. And there is a wonderfully interesting man in there, too. Oh, that, is this the
0: guy who makes you hold dinosaur poop?
1: Yes. So I took another pal there. And I take everybody that I know there. Mm-hmm. It has to be done. It is the strangest place, and it's incredible. It's like you walked into the, like, 90s or the 2000s, and nothing has changed. Everything is, like, a dingy... Yellow. It's like this antique shop. It is so bizarre. So it's
0: like a it's like a cross between like Mister Magorium's Wonder Emporium and like an episode of Hoarders,
1: with a little bit of the Cracker Barrel front store mixed in with it. A <laughs> yeah. little bit of that too. So I take my friend Alyssa, and we're we're in there, and he had new dinosaur poop for us to hold new Fresh. fossilized it was huge and it was red it was massive i held it it was great i loved it and he always has this spiel that he tells everybody and i tell everybody what's about to happen to them before we walk into the store so that they know exactly what's gonna go on so it all happens now i would had some edibles i was high as shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i'm looking around and i see this necklace And it is this naked ass mermaid. Mm -hmm. And she's got nipples. And she's (laughs) all pretty. And it's like on a crystal. And it's on this like brown string. And there's little crystals on it. And I'm just like I love it. So I asked him how much it was. And he was like it's $55. And I was like no. Oh shit. No. no, Literally no way. I was like it's beautiful though. And I took a pic of it. I was like damn. I'm gonna think about this like I'm gonna gonna think about this and I might like come back for this thing (laughs) so we like walk around the store some more and I go back up to the front and I'm looking at it I'm just looking at it and I bought it I bought the necklace
0: for $55
1: yeah I did I made good money in tips that day I was like my tips will buy it for me (gasps) it's awesome and I love it and I, I get home I take it off like I put it down whatever I wake up the next day and I'm like going through my morning, having for some reason no recollection of my night before, like mm-hmm. as if it never happened. And I'm cleaning up and I see it. And I literally laughed out loud and I was like, "I bought that. I I literally bought that and I fucking forgot." It is incredible though. Should I go get it and show it to you? I
0: want to see it so bad. Hold on, you
1: guys. Katie is running it's off to really get the necklace. Great.
0: I cannot wait. I'm picturing a piece of twine with, like, crystals on it and then, like, an um, acrylic mermaid mama, with me. giant nipples. Hi. Oh, here she is.
1: I'm the problem miss me. All my laundry fell. Oh, there's the pants that we bought, though. Woo! Okay. Pants! Hold on, I can't hear you yet because I don't have my...
0: Oh, that is so, that's so much bigger than I
1: Oh, sweetie, pictured. it's disgusting. Oh, and I didn't even tell you, it's nasty. So one of the things that I do in my life is I love ugly things. A lot that. of the stuff that I have in my life, I'm like, that is so ugly. I need it. That's disgusting disgusting and this is one of them and i paid 55 dollars for this he told me to be careful because it, it, if i like wear it and i hit it against something because it's like real jade uh-huh. it can fucking crack into a million pieces i can't wait hold it up
0: hold it up girl
1: so this is her oh my god
0: the face this is
1: the thing <laughs> so she has a face she has little nipples she has a crotch even She's like a crotch and legs.
0: If okay, if there were like pubes on that crotch, I would be like it was worth every penny. She's got some nice melons. She really does. They're they have like, like They're big but they're perky. They're,
1: they're really even. big and perky. She has gorgeous long <laughs> hair. She has pearls around her neck that also go around her stomach. Um and this was made in like some like somewhere crazy, like it's somewhere I don't, crazy. I don't remember <laughs> where he told me it was from. Or who, he's like it was hand carved, and he told me this whole backstory behind it. I don't remember it. Um I, Yeah, and it's on this disgusting brown. It's so
0: short too. Oh like, no 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 no
1: no! You can so how you make it longer is you take the beads and you pull them oh. evenly. Uh oh.
0: Oh, we got a knot, people.
1: <laughs> I've already broken it. But you can make it longer and and shorter this or whatever you need to do. This is one of those things where, do. like,
0: I would see it and I would go, who the hell? Me. <laughs> me. Would purchase this ugly?
1: <laughs> I'm going to wear it. I'm going to put it on. Hold on. I need to wear it for the rest. Oh, hold on. I got to make it uh, way bigger if I'm going to put it oh around my, my fucking neck. God. It's so gorgeous. though. <laughs> It's disgusting, and well, I love it so much. If you much. are going for
0: disgusting, but also amazing, I think mm-hmm. you hit the nail. Isn't it like kind right of giving like Phoebe? It is a Phoebe necklace.
1: I just thought it's a like necklace. that would look great on me. I love it. Don't you? I love it. It's so gross, and <laughs> so I gross. no one would ever understand it. Like no, like if I were to be like dad. I bought a $55 crystal naked mermaid necklace. He would be like, that's illegal. I,
0: I think some of my best purchases have been purchases that no one else agreed with. So mm. And ha- while high, them.
1: while very, very stoned. So In high
0: school, my favorite sweater was a purple sweater with Einstein's face on it and lasers shooting out of his eyes. And let me tell you, when I like, I wore it every day, and I loved it, and it was amazing. I will,
1: I will say though, really heavy. <laughs> it looks heavy as shit. Like it's so heavy, I just. But I love it. I also love that we've been talking Fantastic. for so long and have not I done this episode. Let's but they get love into it. it. They love it. Honestly, it's so heavy that I'm, I'm gonna take it off for the episode. <laughs> not to weigh you down <laughs> but I love it and I just really thought that you Fantastic. would enjoy it here's I a final did. look for Thank you. you I will send you a detailed <laughs> oh by the way <laughs> taking a mental I, picture I <laughs> click I sent a photo of it to my sister and didn't say that I purchased it she doesn't know that I purchased it I sent a photo of it to her and she just went huh weird and uh I can't wait to show up next time wearing, wearing it. it and she's going to be like you did not buy that. How much was that? <laughs> Don't worry. It was it was a steal of a deal. It was $55. <laughs> that's
0: the best part of the story. Someone had to work. Like, that's like a day's work. Like, that's like five hours work. <laughs> no. Before taxes.
1: I made a lot of money in tips that day. So I was like, you know. Worth it. I'm going to just grab this and literally not remember until (laughs) 11 a.m. the next day. When I saw it, I was like. Oh my god, I bought that! <laughs> but I was so happy about it. I was like, good for you. I'm good happy, for dude. you. I'm happy yeah. for you. I'll shut up about my necklace. Alright, well, the one with the hypnosis tape. I love this episode and I watch it often. It is it has so many good jokes. I love it.
0: It was pretty good. This is an episode that was written by Seth Curland and directed by the beast himself, Dr. Robbie. Dr. Robbie! <laughs> Dr. Robbie Benson. In my notes, I put director as DR, so I thought it said Dr. Robbie Benson. <laughs> but this is director <laughs> Dr. Robbie Dr. Benson. Robbie Dr. Benson.
1: Oh my god.
0: Aired on March 13th, 1997. We are opening at Central Perk with Joey practicing his fake laugh.
1: Which. I'm sorry, we recycle this joke later when Chandler and Monica are together? Because when they were doing this, I was like, don't we have a whole episode about this?
0: A lot of fake laughs in this series. You I know? guess, I guess. Chandler is smoking again, and Rachel brought him a hypnosis tape to help him mm-hmm. quit. Mm-hmm. Um, I did write in my notes, they do talk in the Matthew Perry book about how he is like an avid smoker in real life. And he actually did have to go to a hypnotist mm. to learn how to stop smoking. And this was not during Friends. This was, like, recently. Oh. So he Interesting did. Interesting that he brought it up. He did get hypnotized and learned how to quit smoking in real life. Uh, oh, he doesn't smoke now? He went to the doctor and they said, if you don't stop smoking, like, today, you will die when you're 60. And he was 52. So he was like, maybe I should stop. And then
1: he (laughs) Maybe, yeah.
0: Yeah. Jesus. Um, Ross takes this opportunity to input that he thinks hypnosis is total crap.
1: Of course. Which, another thing. How are Ross and Rach just sitting here on this couch having a little convo convo when they broke up like two days ago or two Mm. episodes ago? They could not be in the same room together or even handle it. I mean, they were like, wasn't the episode before this the one with the ski trip? Yeah, but remember they decided they had to learn how to live
0: in harmony. I love this time period where they hate each other though.
1: No, I do too, but like... I feel like I'd need like two weeks. <laughs> let me take like two weeks alone. Let me do a little healing. Let me get over it. Not let me rake the cinnamon out of your coffee with my <laughs> bare hands. You know what I
0: mean? I think the next episode is the one where Rachel like dates that like young guy to like piss Ross off. And I always love that storyline i do too i love it whenever they're fighting so Uh, i'm happy about this
1: i do like the uh phase of the friends episodes that we're getting into we're Mm -hmm. in the ones now that like this is where i start i don't want Mm -hmm. early i don't want breakup bullshit i want (laughs) this now let's talk about something that i
0: don't want Mm. which is frank jr who is 18 years old
1: Mm. marrying a 44 year old woman i know wait we have to talk about some of the one-liners in (laughs) this one Okay. okay so he's trying to smoke and she's taking the cigarettes out and then he's like well that's just the least fun game ever love it she gives him the tape he goes to put it on his arm like a nicotine patch and it falls off he goes well that just doesn't work love it laughed out loud Um then we learn about this that they like they're talking about it and whatnot and then he's like well he wouldn't even be able to drink at his bachelor party and then Joe talks about or get a prostitute and then Chandler (laughs) says always illegal Joe so funny my god there's just so many like you have to pay attention this episode because they're 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 all over the place and they are very very funny.
0: This is a very funny Chandler episode in It's particular. hilarious. It's too bad that I hate him now after hearing about
1: <laughs> this book. It's too bad that I literally can't stand him.
0: But you know who I love? Giovanni
1: Ribisi.
0: Frank Jr.
1: Oh my god. Even the way... It. He's that so good. He he, like so he walks in and like starts talking to Phoebe. The way that he awkwardly hugs her—that's <laughs> what a great actor this man is. That he j- can even awkwardly hug. There's a moment later when he's like laying on the table with his head yes. down, and the way that he reacts to her, like he's just
0: fantastic. So amazing! Incredible. I love him. Incredible. Now. He tells Phoebe that he's getting married Mm -hmm. to his home ec teacher, who is 26 years older than him. Mm -hmm. And not only that, they want to have kids right away. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do love this line where he goes, I never had a dad around growing up, and now I always will, because
1: it'll be me. He goes... (laughs) Is babies who doesn't <laughs> want babies. I can't.
0: It's so funny. His fiance Alice is played by Deborah Jo Rupp, most famous <sighs> for playing Kitty Foreman on that seventy show. Now had
1: it aired when she was on this?
0: I believe this was nineteen ninety seven, and I think that show started in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> okay, so I don't believe she was on that show yet.
1: Got it. But she's in a lot of other stuff though too, right? She's always. Because I don't really watch that '70s show, and um... you recognized her. I recognize her, but I mean, I also know her from the very flippy hair. Yeah, I think she's a, she's a very recognizable
0: actress. She was on This Is Us recently, and I was like, that's hey. probably what I know her from. But damn, that show,
1: is. it hurts. I it love hurts this in sense. a very real way, and I sometimes, that's why I don't watch movies, because they <laughs> hurt me, and they make me feel things, so I gotta rewatch Friends and have a podcast about it.
0: And then we never have to feel anything.
1: Mm-mm. And then we take antidepressants, <laughs> and we live in rainbows and unicorns. Love it. I do love it. I really do, sweeties. Vibrant. Take it. It's great.
0: <laughs> now we get this scene with Chandler sleeping and listening to the tape turns out it was uh, a tape made for women because (laughs) what a joke you don't need to to smoke you're a strong confident woman who don't need no man and this is going to ingrain itself into his psyche for the rest of the episode we've got him putting on his chapstick like a lady Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we got him walking why does this
1: annoy me (laughs) like why like you already use moisturizer, so why? Like, what is no, this whole No, but remember, thing? moisturizer
0: is gay. That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, so now he did a hypnosis tape, and he's acting like a woman. I'm like, my God, I guess it's kind of funny, but like, it the also way he seems does it is rude. great. The way he no, acts it mean, out is amazing. No, I mean the way, like, it's a stunning blouse. Like, I mean, it's funny. He plays it well, but for some reason, it pisses me off.
0: It is a very outdated kind of storyline. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think we would see this kind of storyline now. And not because it's, like, offensive, but just because I feel
1: like it's kind of
0: dated.
1: Yeah, 100%. It pissed me off for no reason, but I laughed at a lot of it.
0: Now, I'm excited to get to the Moondance Diner because oh god Monica is begging Rachel to set her up with someone, but there's already a customer who wants to date her, and mm-hmm. it's time for us to meet Sweetie Peety Pie, a.k.a. <laughs> you texted me, and Pete you're Becker. like, it's time
1: for Sweetie Peety. I was <laughs> like, oh my god. Sweetie Peety played Sometimes by- Sometimes you text me stuff like that. And then there's times like this morning where I'm like, you're like, do you want to do noon? And I'm like, I could do a lot earlier. And you type, sure, comma, what time works best? I always use. Like, it's a business
0: email. (laughs) I always use proper capitalization and grammar when I text. And I'm realizing that people don't, like, I've never been one to text text like all lower caps or something no I don't need
1: you to type lower caps I also don't need you to change I just sometimes I'm like it's like a bit it's like per my last email
0: Katie I'm a writer
1: I gotta this is how I write I gotta write I can't lose it I
0: gotta gotta write it correctly I need grammar I don't care if other people do the same. It's just my style. Meanwhile,
1: I'm like, yeah, sure. What time, you bitch? What time, toots? <laughs> <laughs> <One> of, <laughs> the other day, my one of my uh, friends was sick, and I texted her, like, feel better, love bug. And I was like love bug i don't think i've ever said that in my life I what the fuck thought was that, that I'd get this love bug again is that jonas brothers yeah. right okay yeah Rose. well ross knows uh, all about love bugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah he sent one to rachel's office he really did Ooh. Yes. Mm, i'm remembering that i am supposed to be at the dermatologist right now Oh. I am going to have to give them a call after the show oh and say, no. Yo, I am so sorry I forgot to cancel my appointment. <laughs> Could I move that to next week? So sorry <laughs> about that, Dr. Like- Shaffrin. <laughs>
0: Like right the second you're supposed to be there?
1: Eleven forty five. It's eleven forty nine. I think But the time also is like bad. they're the type of office that just has my folder there and if I show up, I show up and if I don't, I don't and they don't <laughs> mind. There's no cancellation fee. There's Love it. And I, I have these like fucking cysts in my crotch area. It's really Ooh, fun. Delightful. Um, Want me to keep that in? Uh, yeah, I don't mind at all. But that's why I go so much so they like I call and some of the women are like, yeah, Katie, when do you want to move it to? Like they just know who I am. And I'm like, (laughs) I wonder if they fucking hate me if I'm like, if they're like this bitch, Katie, who's (laughs) always fucking calling and missing her appointments. So, but if you need one of the best dermatologists, fucking Dr. Robin Shafferin in Beverly Hills. She is incredible and she is so nice. And I love her. So uh go get your skin checked. It's important, babes. Robert Shaffin. Robin Robin. Shafferin. yeah she's incredible I've been going to her I think for like six years now Um, is she as good as Dr. Robbie Benson (laughs) Dr. Bobby Dr. Bobby Bobby (laughs) his name's Bobby Bobby running around with one leg out shorter than the other (laughs) did we already watch that episode we watched that episode where Rachel goes to Dr. Bobby
0: Bobby
1: Dr. Bobby Bobby Ugh, Katie, God. we
0: gotta talk about Jon Favreau. You're saying these don't names, and I don't know him. who they are. Jon Favreau is sweetie peety, my pie. Oh, my! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> my pie, <laughs> you'll know, you'll know who he is as I break down a little bit of background on Jon Favreau. Uh, he started out in improv comedy in Chicago and then became an actor who worked on such things as Swingers, The Breakup, uh, most recently The Wolf of Wall Street. So he's done a lot of like Vince Vaughn type of movies. Didn't he like direct Iron Man? I was just going to say, you're going uh, to from the list of shit that he has directed. Not only yeah. did he direct the Iron Man movies, he also directed the live action Jungle Book. The Mm. live action Lion King, Mm. Elf, my Mm. personal favorite, and he was the creator of the Disney Plus show The Mandalorian. Really? mm -hmm, He has done a lot. I did not know that. Wow. And this is before he became, like, you know, the richest man. That has probably been on this show, aside from the main six No, but, like, literally, he was
1: listed as, like, one of, like, the richest people because of, like, what he... So, it's so funny that, like, the fucking person that he's playing here is kind of what he fucking turned into. Yeah. Like, I just absolutely love it. I do wish, though, Mm -hmm. that Disney would stop with (laughs) those live movies. You just... They were, they're good, it. sweets.
0: I, you know, I and I think maybe it. they're
1: having to remake them so they own the rights to them or something. But sweets, some of these are not good. And Do I, I don't need to see them. <laughs> Do I love John Favreau? Yes. Do I
0: have a disdain for Marvel movies and live action remakes and Star Wars? Yes. So mm, I've only mm. seen... I've Wait, only you don't like seen Marvel Elf. movies. No, I don't like Why superhero not? movies. I not just Marvel. I don't like superhero movies. Basically, but Marvel in is
1: like I feel like the DC ones. They're both so different, and I feel like the DC ones are a lot more detailed. But Marvel is like more fun, and it makes you feel like you can like do anything. I don't anything. like any of them.
0: I think. Oh, sweetie, I just don't like superheroes in general. Like, I like the original, like, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. And I like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. But for the most part, I just don't really get into superhero movies. There's a lot of action, which I hate action. Mm. And they're also kind of all the same. There's Mm, a problem. We gotta call the superhero. There there he is. The superhero's here. And now he's fighting and fighting and fighting. I could say the
1: same thing about Friends. We're at Central Park. They're fighting. There's bad (laughs) jokes. I could say it about anything.
0: But at least there's more character development in Friends. Excuse me.
1: You have not seen all of the Marvel stuff. You have no idea how much character development happens within all of these people.
0: guess what? I, I won't. never will. <laughs> I will not. So you can come over here with your little <laughs> Marvel spiel. But guess what, baby? I'm You're allowed to like be it. You to the wall. I'm allowed to like it a lot. You okay? can. Okay. I don't care if other people like it. It's not that I... Here's the thing. I didn't start hating superhero movies because everyone likes them. I've never... Really liked them. Like, even before the Marvel thing got huge,
1: it's just not my cup of tea. Mm. I mean, honestly, I'm very behind. WandaVision was so good, and it also broke me emotionally Mm. that I was like, I cannot do this. (laughs) Fucking the Thanos shit almost killed me. Like, the emotion... That these motherfuckers have taken me through. I was like, you know what? I don't think I have the time. It's like Real Housewives. I want to watch every single one that exists. I don't have the time. I am too busy rewatching everything else that I love. I can't watch new stuff.
0: It would be a full-time job.
1: It is, though. I was talking to one of my gal pals about it last night, and she was like... I have an actual schedule of when I watch Real Housewives. And if I don't keep on the (laughs) schedule, I get far behind. And I'm like, and that's what I can't do anymore. It's too stressful. I'm not a part of it. Same thing with Marvel shit. It's a lot. I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. There's too much to keep up with. And it's breaking me. That WandaVision shit at the end. Oh my (laughs) God, it almost killed me. So it's just like, mm, you know, there's a lot of heartbreak. I'm too far
0: removed now. I can't. It would take me years to catch back. Well, up. plus
1: there's not a lot of like nine eleven stuff in it, so there wouldn't be. You there's wouldn't no feel the emotion stakes. like exactly. No you wouldn't stakes. feel it like I do. <laughs> not enough. If people have not like if they don't know the origin, that this is a of, running like, gag, like that, that it's a running gag. <laughs> didn't you tell so everybody funny. that like nine eleven jokes are like the only things that I laugh at or something during one of these episodes? <laughs> yes. it's like oh my god, I was like stressed out. <laughs>
0: Now, we're at the Purple Apartment. Rachel really wants Monica to date Pete
1: mm-hmm. because
0: last Saturday night she stayed home and watched TV. I, first of all, there's nothing wrong with watching TV. Mm hmm. Second of all, I wouldn't encourage a friend to like date a guy she didn't like.
1: Well, like, she's I not think,
0: interested.
1: No, no, no. I don't think that she's telling her to date a guy that she doesn't like. I think she's telling her that you have been stuck in a rut. Where you have not left the house. So it's mm-hmm. time to get out there. And maybe once you get out, you'll enjoy the company that you're with. Because I've gotten stuck in those. Like, when she was like, so what happened on Texas Walker Ranger? And she started talking about it. Like, I'm like, bro... I get it, you know, like I'd much <laughs> rather stay inside than go out and meet people and try to meet somebody, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I understand what Rachel's doing, but then Rachel finds out that he's rich and wants and of course, her to date him for that. Yeah. So I mean, Rachel's a little all over the place, so I can't defend <laughs> her too much with this.
0: Also, Rachel is freshly single, so she's kind of probably in that state where she's like, yes, like let's date people together yep. and talk yep. about it. Mm-hmm, 100%. Now, this thing with the $20,000 tip that Pete left, very cute, if he were not actually a millionaire. So Chandler reveals to them that he knows who Pete Becker is. He's like a millionaire tech guy, genius, whatever. And rightfully, Monica is very turned off by the fact that he would give her $20,000 because of this. Hmm. I thought anyway, like the scene, I know this is skipping ahead, but like the scene where they go to Pete's place and like, he's on the video call, which was like unheard of technology back then. Mm -hmm. And Monica's like, right. I feel like it is. I would kind of be offended by it because if it's fake, it's so cute that he would do like a fake little like $20,000 check. But if it's real and I don't know the guy, I would be like, this millionaire is like throwing around like. Tens of thousands of dollars to try to like score with me? An idea, okay? I would have cashed it.
1: mm, That I'm like, all right, fuck this guy. But let me run to the bank. I'm never gonna see him again. Let me get my twenty. I'll be on my way. (laughs) If he's an idiot enough to write a twenty thousand dollar check and then I figure out it's real, you're an asshole. Mm -hmm. But I'm rich, so sorry. Even but if, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone to the place, I would have gone to the bank.
0: Even if uh even if I didn't know he was a millionaire, I still would have tried to cash it. I'd yeah. be like, on the off chance this is everything this man has. I got bills. I still want it. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's not bad, that's not selfish. That no. is opportunistic because mm-hmm. if men are gonna be around here throwing money at women who mm-hmm. don't owe them anything for that money, I'ma mm-hmm. take it.
1: One time I found a wallet with like six hundred dollars in it and I found the owner and I gave it back. I wanted the money though but I didn't keep it. See it's not in my that money.
0: situation yeah I would do the same
1: I mean there's there's a there's a license in here like I gotta get you your shit back yeah. you know
0: I'm not a I'm not gonna $600. steal but if a man Mm-mm. wants to give me a check
1: yeah if the, you want uh, just... hoping I'll
0: sleep with him then I'll take the check and I won't sleep with him
1: yeah okay. Let's say you are on the street and you find an envelope. Okay. And it has a lot of money in it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to the police and giving them the money or are you keeping it? Um, I would be. Aren't you supposed to go to the
0: police? Technically, yes. I oh, okay. would be concerned that it's like. like mafia money or Mm. something
1: is there any chance when you go to the policeman and you're like I found this money do they like hold it for a certain amount of time and then if no one claims it you get the money no they probably just take it Uh,
0: which is why I wouldn't take it to the cops because I'm not giving them any money who are you taking it to I would have to decide if I'm gonna leave it or if I'm gonna just take it Mm. I think what I might do is, I mean, realistically, I'd probably just leave it because I'd be scared. Mm. (laughs) Or I would take it. I would try to like, I would maybe go into like a business around there and be like, did you leave an envelope outside? I wouldn't say there was money in it. Mm-hmm. but I would maybe be like, I would look around the, the local businesses and try to mm-hmm. see, like, is someone missing an envelope?
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: you know, if someone leaves an envelope full of cash, they're going to know,
1: like, oh, that they fuck, that, Oh, like, fuck, like, I dropped my, my envelope yeah. of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that's what I would do.
1: Okay. And then maybe if you found it, like, the person, they would then give you a chunk of that money that you found as a reward. That's what the cops maybe. should do. Like, thank you so much for being honest. Here's half of it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I would do either. I would be so afraid of the money as well. Because I'm terrified of doing things wrong. Like, I'm like, well, I can't do anything wrong. Yeah, I won't get in trouble. <laughs> it would depend on how much money. Like, if
0: it was like $500 or something, that's different. If it was like ten thousand dollars i'm not touching Mm. that shit like that is can you even fit ten thousand dollars in an
1: envelope um maybe from in my head i I was thinking like five grand
0: even five thousand i don't know if i would touch it because there's a reason that someone's walking around with like an envelope like it's unusual for people to have that much cash
1: that is true that is very true
0: so I don't know. It's, I mean, I would love the situation to present itself to me. Someone, please, please leave if on love. Manifestation of- <laughs> is real, <laughs> and in this case, I hope it is. Someone, please leave an envelope of thousands of dollars outside my apartment
1: okay i want to watch like a show on that like what will they do when they find five grand in an envelope and then there's like a camera crew across the street and then they get like a prize if they do the right thing or something that's probably an episode of what
0: would you do which is a similar show where they stage things like that you should check it out what yeah I don't want to get get too far into it because we have to keep recording this episode. (laughs) These people are like, oh my god, are they going to talk about
1: friends?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we have to talk about J-Man and Channy's. Phoebe is pacing around, worried about her brother. She is rightfully freaked out about the fact that he's marrying his teacher, Mm -hmm. his former teacher. Like, this is not okay. And I would say, let's see how the storyline would go if... It was a a male teacher and a female student, but we already know that that
1: happens later in the series with Ross. (laughs) I just want to know, and listen, guys, sorry, spoiler alert, how we go from you can't marry her to let me have y'all's babies. Yeah,
0: that is a good point.
1: We really make a huge leap here, but that's Phoebe gotta keep her quirky she, gotta have her yeah. have her brothers kids
0: she caves real quick we'll see mm-hmm. um this part where she's like pacing around and Joey and Ross are swiveling around in the recliners love that
1: i also love that she's like worried about it and she's like i can't talk about it because i can't ruin my relationship with him because it's new and I love it and they're like okay and she's like great I'm gonna go grab him and she leaves (laughs) and then Joey's like remember when I asked you if you wanted to stop by that strip club and you said no great idea another hilarious joke that I don't even know why it was so funny but it was so funny to me and I also understand Phoebe's like I don't want to tell him because I don't want to ruin, like, my shit. It is so hard to set boundaries and tell people how you feel, so I get it, babe. I do get that. That do suck. That would suck. But you gotta. now speak your
0: truth. Joey and Ross do try to talk Frank Jr. out of this. Yeah. And not only is he not budging, Mm -mm. but all of a sudden Ross finds a way to make this about himself and his recent breakup. Of course. And then everything just veers off course where all of a sudden Frank is talking about how being with Alice is so great and Joey wants what they have. Mm -hmm. He's like, you hold on to that. And then Joey becomes the best man and Ross is the ring bearer. I absolutely think that is hilarious.
1: It is also driving me nuts that the big question of friends is were they on a break when that's not even a plausible thing since we've broken down the episode because she says that we broke up. Yeah. What does it matter if you were on a break? It's all shitty shit. Yeah. Why is it a question? Shouldn't the moralistic
0: question be about this weird age gap thing? <laughs> they do it a lot on the show. <laughs> they really do it a
1: lot on the show. They do. Yeah.
0: Um, can we talk about this one moment where Phoebe is like mad at Ross and Joey for now being in the wedding and then Chandler walks in with a towel on his head like a woman and he has the towel wrapped around his chest. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. It is pretty great. I do think it's a weird shot of Joey, like, looking at this. And, like, it's, like, a weird shot past Phoebe's butt. Mm. And it's one of those shots that I always think about because they put it in the opening, like, title... Like, mm. they have, like, his little, like, Matt LeBlanc name card with that shot of him, like, peering around her butt. And I always forget that he's not looking at her ass. He's looking at Chandler walking yeah. through the
1: room. What, why would they put a thing of her of him looking at her ass in the opening? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Joey. <laughs> also, when I was younger, my brother used to watch a lot of Friends. Like, he had every DVD. And I mm. loved that he could tell me what season it was by the opening because i still can't even do that and i love that he can
0: i'm a skip intro kind of girl oh so girl skip i cannot
1: why would i need it <laughs> tell me that I, I get it. it we get <laughs> it. <laughs> it like clap, 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 clap. got it great
0: cool <laughs> next but phoebe does convince alice to break up with frank she Uh lures her to her apartment under the pretense of getting out a mustard stain i'm sorry when she walks in and says
1: well who died on this and then she it's a real mustard catastrophe i was laughing so hard for no it's just so dumb and funny (laughs) i loved i want to watch the episode again it was so funny
0: I love how impassioned you are about this episode because this is like this is one that I like kind of never really think about, and so I'm glad that someone is giving it. It's like
1: this is one of the ones that I have watched a thousand times, and I love <laughs> it. I just love it.
0: I'm happy for you,
1: and like the fact that she's like Oh It's no about Peaky Pie. It's about Peaky Pie for me, Sweetie Peety. You it's pie. Sweetie Petey.
0: I would date Sweetie Peety.
1: There's so many red goatee, flags
0: about Sweetie Petey, but...
1: That goatee is literally oh, the bane of my existence. It's horrific. My dad I had that hate goatee. I goatees. Who decided? In facial hair. You know what? <gasps> this looks really good. What if you could look like the devil? <laughs> <laughs> what if we took if- an average looking guy, but we made him look like Satan. Now, my dad has a goat, and he's had one his entire life. He's the only one in my life who's allowed to have a goatee. It's always been there. Yep. It's a part of his face. It's fine. But other than that, <laughs> no one else. My
0: dad had the same goatee, which is why I would make Sweetie Petey shave it if we were mm. to date, because I can't date someone with the same facial hair as my no. dead father. Just like,
1: what are you doing in your 20s or 30s with a goatee anyway? What are you, what's going on? He looks real old with it. It looks so, and it's disgust It's red. Oh, my God. And I'm allowed to say that because I've got red hair, okay?
0: (laughs) Now, I do love this scene where... Phoebe comes home and Frank Jr. is like upset about the breakup and he crawls on the table and he's like, first my dad left me Wait. and then I got arrested for stealing those
1: birds. Not only that, she walks into the apartment, has no idea that he's there, tries to sit on her couch. He's crumbled up in her laundry and he's like, well, I was sad and your laundry smelled good. I hope it's okay. So funny. So funny. So good. And then he's crawling all over this table that Alice fixed. I like as disgusting as this storyline
0: is because Phoebe is in the right. She should be freaked out by this. This is mm-hmm.
1: horrible. But also, the man has got immense mommy and daddy issues. There's so, yes. like, we can, uh, this is textbook, I feel like. Yeah. Well, like, you know what? Let him. Let him do it. He's fine. Yeah, the moral of the story is that, like, Phoebe has too many hangups about this. Like, No, for me, I think the moral of the story is, like, you gotta, you have to go with your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta make your own decisions, because only you know, like, if this is gonna work for you.
0: For me, I think the moral of the story is that as much as Alice seems like a nice person, she should probably be in jail. Why? Because it sounds like they got together when he was like 17 and in her class. Well, that is bad. We don't want, <laughs> we don't
1: want that. He says, I'm older than I was when we got together. He's 18. I just think that was him saying a weird thing of like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not any, like, I, I didn't even read it like that. In the in the world of sitcoms,
0: because this is not reality, I'm gonna let it go, and I'm not gonna I'm not like disgusted, although I think that it's terrible. (laughs) Like, but like, isn't there something about and
1: and him that weirdly makes sense, or is it just because I've been watching Friends for too long?
0: I think it's just because Giovanni Rapisi is a good actor. I think it's just because we like Frank Junior, and we're like we want him to have everything he wants.
1: I think that's what it is, too. You're right. I think that's right. what
0: it is. It's
1: the only. Because I don't think in a normal situation in real life, I'd be like, that's okay. Look, that's the only reason the
0: Richard and Monica storyline work is because we like Tom Selleck. Right. And that's hot, true. And Yeah. I sometimes, sometimes the actor can make it work.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I feel like it's the Richard and Monica thing isn't as creep. Well. He did know her when she was like a baby and her like best friends with the da- mm. mm which is creepier would we say
0: okay wait so let's think about let's think about alice and frank monica and richard and also ross and elizabeth his uh for those of you who don't remember season 6 ross mm-hmm. dates one of his 18-year-old students when he is a mm. college professor
1: mm I the only reason that the Ross one doesn't bother me is that he doesn't he's he doesn't seek it out he doesn't think about it like that I don't he, I think it's the it, least it presents, himself, it presents himself it presents it presents itself to him it's the least offensive so, to me and she's in yeah.
0: college not like high school
1: yes I think I'm I think I'm gonna go with Alice and Frank honestly because being the weirdest being the weirdest because. At least Monica has, like, grown up and is more of a mature person. Yeah. It is kind of creepy that, like, he knew her when she was really young and whatever. But, like, I don't know. You can see people differently. You know what? I don't know. He also, he didn't
0: recognize her when they first, like, met again. Mm -hmm. Like, he was like, oh, do you know, like, I thought Monica Geller was supposed to be here. And she's like, Dr. Burke, that's me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I feel like it is unfortunately the. Because, I mean, what is their age gap even between Alice and Frank?
0: 26 years.
1: That's That's a a whole person. That's
0: a lot. That's a whole Monica.
1: If he were older, like let's say in his 20s or something, and was doing it, I guess it would be less creepy. I don't know. It's not great when we really break any of these down. I think if they had wanted it
0: to work a little better, like they should have made him like first off she could have not been his teacher yeah that's the really creepy part but also like if he was even like 21 yeah and like they didn't get together when he was fresh out of high school and she wasn't his teacher but she just happened to maybe be like maybe they way ran older. into
1: each other at central perk yeah and that maybe was the the way that it, it. happened Not like, great, I left teaching so I could date my students. Yeah, not
0: the best. Not Mm. the best. Not their best. But you know what? Phoebe realizes that she can't can't keep them apart because she reunites them. I've
1: decided that I'm just going to let this happen. Yeah, for
0: whatever reason,
1: it's happening. We're going to let it happen. (laughs) The way that she has her come in has a rehearsed speech, she tries to give it, and then they end up making out. Frank picks her up, lays her down on the couch. I love that he's not on top of her making out with her, because that would be inappropriate, <laughs> yes. but he's on his knees on the ground, and then if Phoebe goes to try to grab her, purse, like, can I grab this? And he's like, mm, and she's like, no, okay, I'm gonna just leave. <laughs> it's very funny in the way that it's all done. Now I'm creeped out. Yeah. Never going to be able to watch it the same way again now that we've had this very long conversation about it. (laughs) Fuck. It's important. But it is important, but it's very funny in the way that they did it.
0: And it's important to remember that this was 1997. (laughs) 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 So it's okay, I guess, because it was Mm -hmm. 1997. (laughs) Yikes. All right. Now, we're at the Purple Apartment. And sweetie Petey is here. He's picking yes. picking Monica up from their for their date. I love Rachel and Chandler prancing around like the millionaire is here. How much
1: money you got in your pocket right now? (laughs) I love that.
0: Can you please tell me why I love effeminate Chandler so much? He's the best version of Chandler to me. I
1: loved it too, honestly. I wasn't that mad at it. He's devoid of his usual crippling self-loathing, you know? You know what? Matthew Perry could take a... Take a page from that. If yeah, now book. that he's walked a mile in a woman's yeah. shoes, you would think <laughs> he should take a page before he writes his book. <laughs> now,
0: Pete takes Monica out to get pizza in Rome. Mm-hmm. In Rome. In Rome for pizza. Because
1: that's what millionaires do. I thought you were going to say, in Rome for Pete's sake. And I was going to be like, that's <laughs> a great job For Petey Pie's sake. <laughs> now, Petey Pie, Pizza Pie. <laughs> Now I
0: calculated a flight from New York to Rome is eight and a half hours. hmm Rome is six hours ahead it, time difference wise. Yep. So let's say that they left for their date at seven PM. See I'm in my mm-hmm. calculation corner again. And let's <laughs> let's give ten hours for air travel. The the distance to the airport, checking in, all of that. I don't know if it was a private plane. I don't know it if was. it was just first class, you know. Private. Just assume it's private. But we'll say 10 hours for air travel. So it would be 5 a.m. in New York when they land in Rome, which is six hours ahead. So they would have landed in Rome at 11 a.m. But it's clearly mm. nighttime. It was nighttime. So they just really got time to explore the city. This
1: was did. a long ass date. <laughs> Can we also discuss Monica's blue eyeshadow throughout the entire ep- They went full send on this girl's mm. eyelids with blue. And then they made the mistakes mm. of all mistakes. She left for that date with blue eyelids and red lips. What is this? Ooh. A seventh grade dance competition? What are you doing? You're not allowed to do that. It's You're so allowed scary. to do a wild color on the eye and a nude lip. You cannot go red blue. Now, in these times, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I don't right. want to tell you what you can't do with makeup. Mm-hmm. You be you and you do what makes you happy. But in the rules of makeup, mm-hmm. that was one of them when I was growing up. I wish and someone had
0: told me that when I was 20. Because I did not adhere to those rules in college. I wore some wild pics. Oh, somewhere, I'm sure. I did some Please. wild makeup.
1: In a bad way? That you thought was really good? Uh, Yeah, both. I need you to sift through the boxes. This
0: was 2016 when, like, the block, uh, like, eyebrows, like, the ABH pomade
1: was big. That's when I was in college. Um, did you, did I ever tell you about the time... When I was in hair school and they gave me a Spock haircut and they shaved off my sideburns. (laughs) No. (laughs) I got a pic for you that I'm going to have to find and send
0: to you later. I can't wait. (laughs) It's an evil laugh from me.
1: (laughs) Wait, your bald cap. Oh my god, your Halloween costume was fucking great! If you
0: remember, I said on a previous episode that I had to do a bald cap for my Halloween costume, and it was successful! We did it! It was.
1: Was it really stressful getting it done? Oh my god, it took me like two fucking hours. (laughs) Oh shit, really? It
0: probably took me like a little more than an hour, like an hour and a (laughs) half. But the back of it was so hard to do. Like, the front looked great. Incredible. The back looked like I had, like, an armadillo or something, like, back there. It was wrinkly as fuck. And, like, by the end of the night, it was kind of coming off. It looked crazy, but
1: from the side and from the front, Mm -hmm. I was bald, baby. I was hoping that it was going to be bad, bad, but it was, like, good. It was too good.
0: (laughs) I looked, like, in the photos, it was so
1: disturbing. (laughs) Did your boyfriend fuck you in the bald cap?
0: Not in the bald cap. No, I would have made him. I would have been like,
1: (laughs) you now have to have sex with me like this if you want to continue being with me. We tried to take like a makeout photo of me in the
0: bald cap, and it literally looks like Nolan is like cradling like the old man from the Six Flags commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about him. It's incredible.
1: I almost thought to myself, I wonder if that man is still alive. Definitely prosthetics. <laughs> Definitely not a real old man on those
0: roller coasters. Skipping so we're around like that. with glee. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Well This is like the best episode we've ever recorded.
0: <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> Somehow, from all the talking and tangents, we're only an hour and five minutes in. Didn't we start this at 10:30? <laughs> you and I did, yeah. <laughs> it's time this is incredible now this episode ends with uh joey realizing what the tape is doing to chandler so he decides to mess with him he records his own hypnosis message Mm -hmm. joey is your best friend make him a cheese sandwich every day and buy him hundreds of dollars worth of pants (laughs) that's what i would wish for too (laughs) <laughs>
1: i don't think that's how hypnosis hypnosis works guys but you do you friends you do you now what did you uh title
0: this episode katie
1: i struggled immensely and i only have two mm-hmm. now the one that i would do right now is the one with pd pd pie uh, or pd <laughs> sweetie pie yeah uh, but i just have and they're bo- so boring and so bad the one with the rich guy mm-hmm. okay Sleep. I'm asleep. That's so boring, Katie. And, uh, the one with all the blue eyeshadow. Like, shut love up. It. Did you even watch the episode? So I love this episode. Of- they're awful titles, and I couldn't think of another fucking title or anything oh, better. I love that you're I'm so pissed mad at, at yourself. It. No, because oh, you're gonna say yours, and they're gonna be great. And I got this shit. The one with the rich guy. I'm asleep. I have the one with the home ec teacher. That's fucking fantastic! <laughs>
0: The one where Chandler is one of the girls. I love it. <laughs> the one where Monica dates a millionaire. That's great. Literally, but like, burn my computer. Well, you did hit the nail on the head. I do think now we have the obligation to name this one the one with Sweetie Petey. <laughs> the one where I we, the one where we meet Peety Pie, uh, but. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll agree. We came up with that one. That's the one.
1: Together. Yeah. In unison. It, yeah. it, it, I guess it made up for my bad titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Where can everyone find you, Katie? You can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. Where can everybody find
0: a, a you? you? Are you? You guys can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Cuckoo for Kolo and bit. if you guys liked what you heard today, feel free to leave us a review, a five-star rating, share mm-hmm. this podcast with all of your friends who also love friends. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a continuation of the PD Pie saga
1: next week. We are week.
0: We are indeed. We're going to see more fighting from Rachel mm-hmm. and Ross. Uh-huh. Um I'm very excited.
1: That's going to be in the whole series. Yes. So I mean, stay tuned. for that it just was so overwhelming because I was like y'all it's a really dumb question now that I've really thought about it because like (laughs) what oh well we were on a break like we weren't on a break like I'm like (laughs) our our podcast is titled this and it's not it's not even it shouldn't be a question it should not be a question right we went with they were on a break well no that's not why <laughs> no
0: it's not but <laughs> they, that
1: was, it's because the we title we originally on wanted was taken
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we'll say it's because we were giving a definitive answer
1: no because that's not really I mean that's not necessarily how I feel like Hitty, but that doesn't talk about mean about again <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm so upset about it we were it's just about to mind. end <laughs> it's ruined my life I just oh my god
0: guys please let us know what you think in the reviews so that way we can have another voice in on this instead of just me and Katie I I don't think
1: lots of sativa and coffee before us doing this is great for me.
0: You were just saying it was the best
1: podcast episode of, of all time. <laughs> Under my tits are sweating now and I'm stressed. I got
0: to go eat. We got to end this shit. Well, Bye. we'll see you later. Bye.